0: Hey, this is Pastor Vic. Welcome to the People Church Podcast. We hope you're inspired. We hope you hear from God. And above all, we hope you realize how much you're loved. Enjoy the message. Amen. Amen. Just pray with me one more time. Jesus, thank you. Amen. That was a good prayer, right? I mean, that's like the prayer for Resurrection Sunday. Jesus, thank you. Amen. Come on, say Jesus. Thank you. Amen. All right, we're good. Now we can move forward. Amen. Well, today we are going to continue our series um, called Hope Again. And uh, uh, what a time for us to hope. And we believe that uh, God wants you to hope again and, again and again and again and again and again. So we've been talking about the middle. And uh, come on, say the middle. Um, I'm saved. But I still got some middles. Amen. Come on. Any of you have, uh, uh, any of you been ever stuck in the middle of something? Some of you stuck in the middle of something right now. Can I be real honest with you? Some of you are stuck in the middle of three or four somethings right now, right? And, 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 and that's me and that's you and that's a lot of us. We're, we can get stuck in the middle of a lot of things right now. We are saved. Come on. Say, I'm saved, but I'm stuck in the middle, right? God has something for you in your middle. Now look at this. Look at this. Look at this. John chapter 19, uh, verse 41. I, I, I want you to see this, right? <clears throat> this is not the end of your story. Okay. At the place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden. And in the garden, a new tomb in which no one had ever been laid. Go to verse 42. Because it was the Jewish day of preparation. And since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus. Okay. Now, we're going to skip over the, the end of John 19, chapter 4, verse 42. Then we're going to go over to John chapter 20. The very first verse, John chapter 20, verse 1. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw the stone, and it had been removed from the entrance. So what I need you to understand is, is this, what would just happened is in the scriptures, is that we went from Friday to Sunday. Come on, say it. Say, from Friday, you're going to get this today, to Sunday. This, this really what happened. They went, they went John 19, 41, 42, Friday. John 21, Sunday. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let me put some Jesus in it. What the heck happened to Saturday? What happened to the middle? What happened in the middle? Like, what did Jesus do in the middle? Because we went from Good Friday to Resurrection Sunday, but we can't have Sunday if we don't go through Saturday. Come on, church. Yeah. You, you can't have it. It's like some of us want to go from the thing that's got us in the middle, messing us up. We want to go from that straight to our resurrection. But you can't go to Sunday unless you go through what? Oh, you're getting it, right? Through Saturday. You can't have a breakthrough without a through. Oh, I'll say it again. You can't have a breakthrough without a break. Something has to, you can't get through, you can't get to Sunday without going through Saturday. It's like, it's like, it's like so I've been dealing with Zoe, right? Uh, Zoe's 10 years old and, and uh, um, um, we'll be talking about life, you know, those little life moments you have with your kids. And uh, we just had Nova, um, Nova Joshua. She's doing great. She's she's two weeks old and um But she was born uh, two weeks ago and and Zoe had school. She was born on a school day. And oh, what an inconvenience for Zoe. You know what I mean? And uh, she was born on a school day. And the next day Zoe was like, or that night when we got home, she's like, dad, can I just stay home tomorrow from school? And all I said, all I said is, I said, baby, we'll see. And it was like, Whoa! Oh, why? I want it. You know, where's she? She's not here, right? Okay, she's in the back there. She's like, I want it, and all of a sudden, you know that you know. Come on, she's ten years old. The tears started flowing. Like, it's not fair. Come on, they're like, you, you don't you don't know what fair is. You're ten years old, right? It's not fair. You know, I why can't I stay home? I just want to stay home and be with the baby. And I just you know, my 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 GG is here, and my and everybody's here. Let me stay home. I so said, baby girl, all I said is is we'll see. And you, you threw a fit, and 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 I sat, I sat her down. And I said, "Look, I said, I said, Zoe, life, you know, because you know, talks with Pastor Vic and the <laughs> Devin plays in the background in my room. <laughs> <laughs> he follows me around. It's kind of weird." And uh, I said, "Baby girl, I said, life is going to happen to you no matter what." All the time. There's going to be times in life where you don't agree with what's going on. That's going to happen your whole life on a weekly basis. It's going to happen. I told her, but life is not about what happens to you. Life is about how you respond what happens to you. And I said, the reason, I said, I'm, I'm not upset with you. I said, but listen, your response was not good. And so now we're on this thing is like, every time she starts to go there, I'm like, how are you responding? She goes, oh, my response. Oh. And I said, then she'll, she'll just walk away and she'll put a smile on her face. But she's learning that life happens. But life is, and life is going to happen to you regardless. But life is not about what happens to you. Life is about how you respond to what happens to you. So she's learning how to respond at a young age. Come on, because every, some of you are stuck in the middle of somewhere, not because it happens, but because of how you responded to how it happened. And you got all fleshy and you got all, ooh, and you got all, you know, I don't don't know, thugged out, I don't know. But you just were like, I got to do, and so some of you are where you are because of how you responded to life. It's that simple. Am I on? Yeah. Here's the truth. We, we can't control our Fridays. Now we can we can't control our Fridays. We know Sunday's coming. So the only thing we can control is our Saturdays. Come on, say Saturday. In the middle, right? Say in the middle. So so your response determines your resurrection right up in the middle. You can't control Friday. You can't control Sunday, but you can control Saturday. And your response to your Saturday determines your resurrection. I, I don't, I, I don't, I'm like, I don't know when he's going to do it. I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't know how long it's going to take for him to do it. But listen to me, your response determines your resurrection. My hope is in the fact, that he's going to do it. My hope is the fact that God is good. Amen? Now, for the longest time, I, I put this on social media the other day, for the longest time, uh, for, for 12 years, actually. My dad has been gone for 12 years. He died 12 years ago on March 25th, 12 years ago. And for 12 years, March was a almost like a, a PTSD month for me. Like, I hated March. The weather would change, and I could feel... Come on, any of you ever been through that? Like the weather changes and you experience something bad in that season, and then just the, the the those little feelings and those little negative things and just the, I like to say just the vibe of March wasn't it for me. I lost my dad in March, and then uh uh four years later I got really sick in March, and, and March, I was like, I just hate you. I just freaking hate you, March. You know what I mean? And it, it was it wasn't fair to my wife because her birthday's in March. You say, like, well, it's not fair that you do that. I said, it's not about you, Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> and so for, for 12 years, for 12 years I struggled with March until two weeks ago. Because two, 12 years to the day and 12 in the Bible is a number of com- completion. And there's a lot of things I don't want to go into because it's Eastern. And we'll talk about that later. But 12 years to the day that I was taking my father to the hospital, 12 years to the day, I'm taking Nova Joshua home. And I don't know how God's going to redeem what you're going through. And I don't know how he's going to make your life better. But I promise you, It's going to get better. And for 12 years, it was like, and I'm like, okay, I have no excuse no more. And here's what I want to tell you. Heal if you have to heal. Forgive if you have to forgive. Take as long as you need, but never give up hope. Never give up hope. It took me 12 years. Can I tell you something? Just being real honest with you, being real transparent with you. It took me, your pastor, 12 years to heal from suffering in March. 12 years. But you know what I never lost in 12 years? Hope. Hope. So I've been walking around for two weeks being like, yo, yo, God, like, why didn't you, why didn't we get much detail of what happened on on Saturday? In the middle. Because truth is, man, y'all, Saturday was was quiet. Hope was gone literally Saturday, hope died on Saturday. In the middle. None of the gospels record any of the activities of the, of the disciples on the Sabbath, right? In the middle after his burial and before the resurrection, except for Luke, who simply writes this. He says, on the Sabbath, they rested according to the commandment. But listen to me. How do you rest when hope is gone? Amen. Their their, their hope and expectations had been crushed. The one they had hoped in was the Messiah and he had been slaughtered as a criminal. They had to rest when hope was gone. We get to rest because hope came back. Right up in the middle. Come on, say in the middle. But again, God, why don't we get anything on Saturday? In the middle. I mean, not much at least because Saturday's, Saturday's quiet. Like, we get what you did, Jesus. I know you conquered the grave and, and, and you defeated death, hell, and the grave. We get that. But, but Saturday for us and Saturday for the world and even Saturday biblically, it's quiet. It's dark and it's lonely. It's the middle of a death. Come on, church, and a resurrection. And it's quiet. It's humanity's worst day, the most hopeless day on planet earth. And it's quiet. The savior crucified like a criminal. And it's quiet. Jesus in the middle on the hopeless day. And it's quiet. God, what are you saying in the middle? Or maybe, maybe it's what you're not saying. Maybe the middle of the Saturday is a reminder that the silence of God doesn't equal the absence of God. Maybe you're in the middle and you're like, God, where are you? Why are you so silent? Maybe God is saying, my silence does not equal my absence. I am with you. Come on, say, he's with me. Uh Hope is gone or, or maybe, maybe hope isn't gone. Maybe hope is just loading. Ooh, that's good. Maybe it's it's just it's just loading. I think Saturday is overlooked, right? Because very there's very little mention of it in the Bible. In between the darkness of Good Friday and the brilliance of Easter Sunday, Saturday is overlooked. It's in the middle and it, and it's probably gray and it's probably dark and it's probably the vibe is just real like, oh, it's just you know, it's not a good it's just like what's happening? They 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 the Messiah just been crucified. And the greatest thing about Easter Saturday is this is that Jesus, that in Jesus, this is not the end of your story. Amen? This is the greatest thing about Saturday. It's it's not a dark Saturday because of the shadow of how dark Good Friday was. And Good Friday was really dark. But this Saturday, we know because of the glory that is in Easter, Sunday is yet to show up. Amen? We know that this Saturday, right in the middle, Sunday is coming. Sunday is coming. Sunday is going to show up. Amen? Life is about perspective. And and this Saturday is not so much a day after Good Friday. Come on, Devin. After Good Friday, that was bad. But instead, this is the day before Easter Sunday. Don't miss this. Saturday, Saturday gives us hope. That however however gray today looks, it will give away to glory tomorrow. For the believer, Sunday is never too far away. Look at Colossians chapter 2, verse 13 and 15. We'll get out of here go hunt Easter eggs and go eat whatever you're going to eat. It says, when you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. Now, 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 now listen. You weren't a, it's not that you were a bad sinner or a good sinner or a medium sinner. Come on. Church has this notion that some people sin worse than others. It's not that you were a sinner, it's that you were dead. And they don't go to a morgue, right? And there's five dead bodies there. And do they say, well, that one's more dead than that one. (laughs) And that's what we do in church. Oh, that one's more dead than that one. And that one, no, no, no. The the issue was that you're dead and God made you alive. Amen. That is Easter, right? That we were Dead just dead, completely dead, and he made us alive, he forgave us of of all our sins, verse 14, having canceled the charges of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us, he has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. And having disarmed, come on, something has to break. Having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them. Triumphing over them by the cross. And now, now now listen, it's in the middle. Hope died. Hope died in the middle, so that in your middle, hope could live. Are you getting this? This middle called Saturday, the dust just settled, just enough for hopelessness. Have you ever been there? It's quiet, but but maybe, maybe this space called Saturday is holy because the because Saturday, oh I love this. Don't miss it, church. We're almost done. Saturday holds the weight of believing. No, you missed it. Saturday holds the weight of believing still, of believing even though, because you understand that they just lost the Messiah, and they still had to believe in what he said. So Saturday holds this weight of, of still believing. Don't miss this. See, Friday, Jesus held the weight of sin. Saturday holds the weight of believing, and Sunday, Jesus just holds you. Oh, I'm going to say it again. You missed it. Friday holds the weight of sin. Saturday holds the weight of believing. He's gone. He's not here. Blessed are those who believe and who have not seen. And then Sunday, Jesus just holds you. Saturday, we believe, even though, even still. The middle place between despair and hope, between what was and what's to come, between what's alive and what has died. There are seasons in your life that feel like Saturday. They're, they're, They're dark enough to drown out your belief in the light. Saturday. Dark enough to drown out the light. You ever been there? Dark enough to drown out the light. Dark dark enough to drown out the belief in the light. Because if I'm real honest with you, the light may not always seem like it's in your middle. But, come on, say but. But belief in the light is sometimes the only light we need to carry us to Sunday. Don't miss this, please. There are seasons that feel like Saturday, dark enough to drown out your belief in the light, but belief in the light is sometimes the only light we need to carry us to Sunday. Sometimes we don't need the light. We need belief in the light. And that's what God does for us in our middle say, look, 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 the light's there. I need you to, to start believing in the light. Do you believe in the light? Sometimes it's just the belief of the light that can get us through our Sunday. And maybe, there's, you're, maybe in your, you're in your middle and there's no light, or at least you can't see it. And maybe you can't see it because God's calling you to something deeper. Truth is, is that God is never not there, Church. He's always there. And you were here on Good Friday. I was getting ready to walk up on Good Friday, and uh, I uh, I went like this, just checked my pockets, and um, I thought I had a, a a dirty mask in my pocket, you know, because that's what it felt like. And so I pulled this thing out to go throw it away in the trash. And I went like this. I said, like, "This dumb mask," and and it. I may just preach with this every Easter from now on. It was this little, this little lamb sheep that Oliver gave me from two weeks ago, and I thought it was trash in my pocket. And God just started dealing with me right then and there. And said, "Son, I'm never. I never leave you." And he said to me right then and there, he said, I'm always there with you even when you treat me like trash. And my notion is like, I I I didn't treat you like (laughs) trash. Because truth is every single one of us has treated God like trash. No, I haven't. Oh, you did it? It was your sin that crucified him on the cross. You've absolutely treated God like trash. And it wrecked me. And he said, I'm not even going to leave you when you treat me like trash. I'm still there with you and for you. I said, "You're, you're, you're too good. Saturday is hurting, but Saturday is holy. Because Saturday in the middle is where we get to decide what we believe in. Amen? And I I still believe. I can still hope again. Belief is the only question of the middle. And so if you're in the middle, this is your only question God is asking you this morning. Do you still believe me? Do you still believe I'm good? Do you still believe that I went to a cross and died for you, gave my life for you? Do you still? That's the question of the middle. That's the question of Saturday. Friday holds the weight of sin. Saturday holds the weight of believing. Sunday, Jesus just holds you. But do you, in your middle, do you still believe him? I don't think we get a lot about the middle or about Saturday because, because maybe, maybe it doesn't matter what happens in the middle. Uh, hear me, church. I'm going to tell you again. I'm not making light of where you are at, where you're at. But maybe it doesn't matter what happens in your middle. Maybe all that matters is where we get our hope from in the middle. Maybe that's all that matters. The decisions we make in the middle. That's what matters. They're important because after decision, death comes. I'm going to say that again. After decisions, death comes you're like whoa What is that, that sounds so spooky calm down but when you decide something something else has to die you see what i'm saying when you decide to eat better come on cheeseburgers gotta die amen you see what i'm saying when you decide to go in this relationship sometimes the other relationship has to die you see what i'm saying when you decide to go in on this business this other business has to die are you getting this When you make a decision on something, when you decide to go into one career, the other career that you were pondering has to die. The after decision comes death. Are you getting this? In the middle, Jesus decided he was for you. So watch this. So sin had to die. Are you getting this? Come on, church. Sin had to die in your middle in your middle in your middle and I'm I'm almost done in your middle come on praise team you get to decide what you hope in and when you put your hope in Jesus watch this everything else has to die right when I what I decide is going to kill something in my life when I put my hope in Jesus sickness has to die anxiety has to die Depression has to die. Are you getting this? It has to die. That's why your middle is so important. That's why your middle is so important. You know, You know, the only place we can't be in the middle is the cross. Because Jesus took that middle for us. And he raised us up with him. Our middles can change, church. Come on, let's stand to our feet. Our middles can change, but our Messiah never does. Amen? Never judge your middle by your mess. Judge your middle by your Messiah. And I just believe today that something, wherever you're at, something's got to break in your life. Something has to break. I need you to make a decision today that I'm going to hope in Jesus regarding my situation. And when you make that decision, something has to break. Come on, if you're comfortable, just lift your hands to heaven. Lord, we just believe that something's going to break today. In this atmosphere, God, something has to break. In this middle, something has to break. God, we come against any spirit of sickness or disease or depression, or hurt, or unforgiveness. God, we ask that it's left here at the altar, that something in Jesus' name has to break. God, we've been there too long. We've been there too long. We've been there too long. Thank you for listening to the People Church Podcast. We hope you were blessed by the message. Hey, do us a favor, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And above all else, love.